Hi friend, are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transform your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. friends. So in episode one, you got to know me a little bit and I got to share a little bit about my why for the podcast and starting it. And we got to talk a little bit about soul tired. And if you've been following me on my Instagram, you've been seeing that I've been talking more and more about this soul tired feeling. Do you feel me on this? It's different, right? There's a soul tired that you feel it's in your bones. It's an ache. It's a deep feeling of just can't even quite sometimes put a finger on it, but you just don't feel like yourself. Is that you today? Is some area in your life feeling like you are just completely drained by it? And it's not necessarily the time. It's not the physical demands. It's something more. And it's very subtle, this soul tired. There's eight ways that I've really come to know my soul tired. And maybe you'll relate with one or two or three or all eight. And I'll list them. And so, you know, as I talk through them, think about where you are feeling soul tired in your life. In episode one, we kind of, I got to talk about how we were going to explore in episode two, a little bit more about career soul tired. And that was what was present for me. I spent, maybe like you, a lot of my time at work, right? If we think about it and you're working somewhere, you're spending anywhere from 40 to 60, maybe even more than that, hours per week. And just to give you kind of a zoom out perspective, we all in a seven day week have 168 hours, right? If you do the math, Take all the days, take all the hours, multiply them. I'll, I'll give you a shortcut. It's 168 hours. So when you think about it in that perspective, in that way, and you break down, okay, so if I am spending 40 or plus hours out of my 168 hours, that's a, that's a good chunk of my life, right? That's a, a good time that I'm spending there. And so ways that for me, my career after my life experiences, right? Having lost my sister shortly after having lost my father and my grief was just so much. And there was on top of that complicated grief because when one family member passes away uh, and then two, um, the entire family unit just changes. And there was other ways that I needed to be pulled into showing up for the people in my life, my family, and myself. And so my career began to really drain me where I was at. It wasn't fulfilling me and it wasn't what I wanted anymore after everything. And 
that was where I was spending a lot of my time. So it makes sense that a soul tired can start in your career at work or in a relationship. Wherever you're spending a majority of your 168 hours, likely you're experiencing a soul tired from that place. So think about that. Think about one place right now in your life that you are feeling completely depleted. And as I go over the eight signs, think about which ones are present for you. So for me, when I was beginning to feel soul tired, right, I'd have the Sunday blues. I was feeling more fatigued than normal and I wasn't doing anything extra. I was just going to work and back. But yet I didn't even feel like I had enough energy to make dinner. I had the time. I'd make excuses and say I didn't have the time, but I had the time. I just didn't have the energy. And with time, I began to also start feeling irritated by people. There was probably on many occasions, probably daily after some time, that I would be easily irritated and I was irritable. And that wasn't me. That wasn't who I knew myself to be. So that was worrisome. But that looking back now, I can see that that was a sign of being soul tired. Another thing that came up for me was feeling unmotivated to do things I normally would enjoy. So if you think about whatever your soul tired is, the area in your life, right? Are you feeling easily irritable than normal? Are you feeling unmotivated to do things you might normally have enjoyed previously? For me, that looked like I would have normally enjoyed traveling and going out on the weekends and being social and I just no longer fell into feeling full after that. I was so exhausted already that I just wanted to completely Netflix and chill in an unhealthy amount of way. The other thing that came up for me, three, was experiencing anxiety, right? You might also experience anxiety as having panic attacks, which are different and can feel like a complete shock to your world and very scary and very real. And many people end up going to the emergency room because they're feeling like they're having a heart attack. They feel like they can't breathe and the world completely stops. And so on a low grade level, anxiety, that for me, I never experienced a panic attack, but I would worry about the future and I would worry about things and I would just snowball into worst case scenarios and there was a fear there that was driving it, a worry about mortality and the fear of the unknown in the future. So I would begin to spin and it would, it would be very subtle in the day to day. It could be something I watched on the news and then I would be thinking about it the rest of the day. I would ruminate on this thing and it would feel very present and real and that worry would feel bigger than my day and I would feel not in control of my thoughts and the work that I do I hold a lot of responsibilities I held a lot of responsibilities there was a lot of weight that I had and and so that might be where you're at today right having this experience of worry carried throughout your day and that's another subtle way soul tired can show up the other was a disruption in sleep. So this could be that you're sleeping more, maybe you're sleeping less, maybe you're not 
able to fall asleep or stay asleep, right? Or you're getting some form of disrupted sleep, but you're not feeling restful. Or if you're sleeping too much, you're you're waking up not feeling rested and, and instead you're feeling more tired. And that was what was for me. I slept more. If you, you know, let me be, I could just sleep 12 hours. And it wasn't that I was actually sleeping. I just was in bed. And every morning felt like a struggle, like a fight in my mind to wake up and have to go to work. I would literally have to run through an entire convincing checklist to get myself up and out of the house every day. It was exhausting, right? That soul tired, exhausting. Another thing that came up was feeling disconnected from others, right? Even the people closest to me, I felt like we couldn't relate. And even if they did, it's not still the same. So I found very little spaces that I felt like I could really get connected to somebody. So I felt very alone, even though I wasn't. Plenty of people who love me, I still felt alone. What I'm saying, you get that. You get it. You just, there's a level of aloneness. And even though you know you're not alone, it just feels very much alone, that experience that you're having. So it begins to create this feeling of disconnection from other people. And it's, again, it's subtle, right? It's a feeling disconnected from friends or coworkers or partners or family members, right? There's a level of feeling just out of body experiences at times. Like, what is, what is that about, right? Again, that soul tired. Another thing that I experienced was having somatic pain, right? Experiencing some type of pain in your body. And so for me, it manifested in stomach aches. And the cause of it was because I was taking so much Advil because I was getting a lot of headaches, tension headaches, those low-grade annoying ones. And so I would take the Advil to make that go away. But then in turn, I would get these stomach aches. And that was stress, right? These, this is all that soul tired. Everything's just layered. So you might be feeling somewhere in your body this constant feeling, a headache, a body ache, a stomach ache, anywhere. You know, it, it, it can feel very present physically. The other was crying unexpectedly. For me, that manifested in watching a commercial or watching a movie. I couldn't cry otherwise. It would actually come out through hearing somebody else's story and connecting to their story in some way, and I would just bawl. I would see a commercial about just something sad and like cry because I just didn't want to face what was going on for me inside. And lastly, the eighth sign for me was just feeling empty, feeling like a robot, feeling like I was on autopilot, and there was a constant feeling of just turning everything off and feeling like I just wasn't living, I wasn't experiencing life. The emptiness that carries into your day-to-day, again, it's very subtle. You can look back and say, oh man, what, what happened the last X amount of time in my life? It just, time flew by. So if this is you, this is a warning sign, this is a wake-up call, this is a nudge, a gentle nudge to say, explore your healing, right? So if you connected to any of those eight signs, one or two or three or more, I highly recommend that you begin to start your healing journey just to begin to become aware and say, oh wait, that's me, that's me, that's me. 
Okay, so just picking one area in your life that feels like it's that soul tired and then beginning there. And the first step for me was just to acknowledge it. Where in my life did this soul tired exist? And within that, what can I control? Because there's things out of your control. There's certain things you just absolutely cannot change, right? And that looks different for each person. But even in that, there's something you can change and something in your circle of influence that you can look at and say, okay, I could start here. So become aware of where you're feeling soul tired, making a change there and just bringing that awareness to it. Second, I worked on my mindset in the sense that I don't wanna keep experiencing my life this way. It was exhausting. I kind of just got over myself. I was just like, okay, enough is enough. I need to change something. Stop complaining and just do something about it. Is that you? It just gets to a point where that soul tired, you have zero tolerance anymore and I need to do something about it. So start there. And so mindset is huge. It almost takes probably the longest. And so you have to give yourself grace and patience and know that that's what you're working on. You're working on your mindset. So I knew that. And I went to therapy. And so for a solid year, consistently, I worked on my mindset and my healing and just beginning to talk about it. Talk about that I was soul tired, right? The experiences, the symptoms I was having. Starting where you're at is just beginning to work on your mindset and getting a book, getting a podcast, listening to all those things that are just connected to your mindset and what you want to work on so that it could begin to wake you up to the areas in your life that you're ready to make a change in. Because I wasn't ready to make a change in my career. It took a while to get to that point. But once I was able to heal from some of my trauma, my grief, I was able to feel lighter and more clear and get clarity that I needed. The first place to start for me was I needed to change my career. And so for me, it made sense to start there, but it was scary because all I knew was working full time. And so to have a comfortable salary and to be in the position, deeply care about the people I work with and the mission that we're serving, and yet I'm unhappy. And after doing some of the mindset work, going to therapy, getting more clarity and getting clear, I was less afraid at that point to start doing something different. I was still afraid, but I was able to start making a change. And so from that point, I started to change my habits. I knew I need to change my perspective and I need to feel gratitude over what I was doing. So I began to journal and I had a gratitude journal and I would meditate. So step two was to really start beginning to look at your habits and creating ritual daily that can really get you into the right state of mind. And so for me, having a morning routine was the first place because I didn't have one, right? I would wake up and I would just rush to work and that was it. So I started to wake up earlier to to actually make a change there. So I would wake up at 5 a.m. and I would meditate and I would clear my mind. And for a while, consistently, I was going and working out and it would set me up for success for the rest of my day. It would put me in a good mood. I would feel more grateful. I felt more energized. And I did that. And that was the catalyst to really give me the confidence. The third thing is to try new things and test it and see if you like it. Even though you're afraid, even though you're scared, even though you're not sure of where it's going to lead, but you just try it. 
And so I tried it. I began to look for other positions, build up my resume or fix it up and update it and begin to interview. And I was and I felt good about doing that. Your situation might be different, but just try new things. However, that can look for you and test it and see if you like it. You are worth the investment. You are worthy of being happy. And we get this lifetime and we got to make the most of it. You know, I'm 36, making a career change after so many years thinking my life was going to be a specific way or a certain kind of way. And now I'm realizing it doesn't need to be. What matters most to me is that I'm happy. There's a connection there. So always believe that something wonderful is going to happen to you. And when you believe from that place, you know that your effort and your energy will follow suit. But start where you are, know where you are, review the eight signs. But if you have three or more signs of the symptoms I listed, it's time to start facing what you need to face and do something different and work on your mindset. Expand your awareness. Admit that you are ready for healing and it's likely long overdue like it was for me and invest in yourself. To this day, I've consistently had someone I've invested in that supports whatever journey I'm in. So start from healing mindset to then now a career coach. So know what you need and invest in yourself and invest in your mindset. Second, work on a habit. Create either a morning ritual, a bedtime ritual, where you're struggling the most. Focus on one habit. Don't overwhelm yourself. Start with one because when you start with one and you focus all your attention and energy there, it will affect all the other habits over time. So pick one habit. For me, it was to wake up early. I started with that and then so many things followed suit afterwards. And third, try new things even though you're scared. Deep down, you know you are There's something that excites you. And if you don't know, that's okay too. Just try new things, right? Take that class as a hobby or pick up a sport and see if you like it or an instrument or gardening or teaching, right? Set up a workshop, go back to school, start a podcast, (laughs) start a YouTube channel, you know, Try new things and know that you'll be scared. I am. I'm like, what am I doing? Episode two. Oh my goodness. Right. But that confidence builds over time like a muscle. So you just got to you just got to face face it and do it. Just try new things and see if you like it. Stay with it for a little bit. Stay consistent and and you'll see what unfolds for you over time. All right, friends. So I hope that was helpful in episode two. If you're feeling soul tired, we went over the eight signs of what that might look like for you. If you have three or more of them, start working on your mindset and expanding your awareness. Get help, invest in yourself, focus on one habit. And lastly, try new things. Even though you're scared, just try new things, test it to see if you even like it, right? And give it consistency. And friends, I hope that you have an amazing day. Have a blessed weekend. And I trust that wherever you are in your journey, that it will make sense at some point. It might not make sense today, but you wouldn't be here if you didn't believe in yourself and you didn't believe that there was something more on the other side of your pain, that your breakdown can be your breakthrough. And you don't have to accept the trauma. You don't have to accept the pain, but you need to face it. And that's the difference. That will be the difference for you to go from soul tired to soul thriving. 
and soul fulfilled. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I am so, so grateful for you. Please connect with me. I'm available on Instagram at Adit Chuchagi. You can visit me on my website at aditc.com and you can find me on Facebook. I would love to connect with you. All right, friends, it's that time to announce the retreat. So I am so excited if you have been connecting with this episode and you're like, yes, Adit, I am soul tired and I am ready to be soul fulfilled. Send me on this retreat of yours. Well, girlfriend, I got you. Mark your calendars, October 13th through the 18th, 2020. We're heading to San Sebastian, Spain, and I'm so excited to share more details with you. But head on over to aditsi.com. You can go under services tab and click on Spain retreat. I've already listed all the information that you need. All you need to do is add your email and you'll get the application. Just submit that application and we'll connect and we'll see if it's a right fit for you and see if this is going to be the experience that you need right now in your life. There's more details to come, but those are the basics, my friend. And I cannot wait to maybe see you and hug you and connect with you and heal even more with you in San Sebastian, Spain in October. Have a beautiful day and we'll see you next time in episode three. Stay tuned.